Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Atomic Shot, the pen ultimate episode of season one. I am your host, Ben, aka the Marvelous Siggy. Joining me is Chief Godzillaologist and Mecha Godzilla's chief mechanic, Tyler. Tyler, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I have a question for you. Do yeah. you jig giant robots? Yes. Because I sure do. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure chicks dig giant robots, too. Yes, they do. All right. So, we are here. This is the penultimate film of the God, of the, of the Showa's era for Godzilla. This is Godzilla versus his iconic doppelganger foe, Mechagodzilla. It took us 14 movies to do a doppelganger fight. I can't believe it took that long. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that trope, uh, I'm pretty sure this trope was invented because of this movie. Well, you had that, and then I think maybe in the 60s you had, like, the Star Trek, you know, the, uh, like, the alternate universe stuff, like Evil Spock. So the idea of a doppelganger isn't new, but definitely Godzilla's probably one of the things that made it famous, uh, where you have an evil version of yourself fighting against you. Sonic definitely stole this. Yeah, yeah, it's a robot. It's a robot version, or at least maybe not doppelganger, but definitely robotic foe uh, for sure. Um, but let's get right into it. This is uh, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla. Like I said, this is the 14th film in the Showa era. Uh, this is once again directed by Jun Fukuda. Uh, once again produced by Tomoyuki Tanaka. Screenplay by uh, Hiroyasu Yamura and Jun Fukuda. So no. Um, uh, Shinzuki Sazawa did help on the story, but he did not write the screenplay, interesting enough. Uh, starring Masaki Daimon, Kazuya Ayoma, returning for the first time in quite a while, uh, Akihiko Harata, and Hiroshi Koizumi. Uh, um, music by Masuro Sato. Uh, this was released in March 24th, 1974, with a runtime of 84 minutes, budget of 1.2 million, with a box office of 20 million yen. So. Last week was Tyler's first Godzilla movie with Godzilla vs. Megalon. And it was glorious. This is my first Godzilla movie with Godzilla vs. Megazilla. I'm curious, Tyler, because obviously I love this movie. I kind of have a bias for it. But let's let's get down into the story. Alright, we we like to break this down this way. Um, The story ain't great. (laughs) Yeah. Like... It's it's like it's it's stuff we've by now it's it, even like I was looking at reviews like it's stuff we've seen before, um you know there's an alien monster there's an a, there's aliens trying to take over the earth and they have a robot they have an alien they have a monster on their side the difference is it's created and we'll get more into the into Mechagodzilla in a minute but oh I mean they do some interesting things I think but I don't think they go too far into it in that. We have another monster that joins us who doesn't get nearly celebrated, and he only makes one other appearance after this, and that's King Caesar. Um, I totally forgot that he was in this movie. Yeah, he's kind of like the MacGuffin who doesn't do anything. Um, Like, honestly, he could have been any other monster. Like, he could have been Anguirus, and it probably wouldn't have changed much. Yeah, we'll talk about Anguirus in a minute. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, like... Because I feel like the opening movie, like, the opening part of the movie is, like, a lot of mystical stuff. Like, it's it's odd because, like, you get, like, this weird, peaceful, like, slideshow to the Japanese countryside. Um, I always found that ending and, like, right afterwards you get, like, this horrible destruction. But basically, this, like, the, like, it has this weird conflicting stuff about it, right? You have 
the aliens, these, uh, and I won't say what they are yet, because I always like to hold that off till later, um, who are trying to take over the world through the use of Mechagodzilla. But at the beginning of the movie, we're introduced to the idea of a prophecy. So for the first time in the Godzilla series, we're introduced to the prophecy trope. Is it an indigo prophecy? No, no, it's not. Um, so, Good. L- l- yeah, I mean, like, we're told about, like, oh, these events will happen, and uh, and then, of course, it will, two monsters, you know, it, it's it's a whole thing, but I feel like they don't go too, they don't go far enough with the mystical route, and it just leans more into the safer, let's just have Mechagodzilla blow shit up, and King Caesar shows up and fights him for, like, five minutes. I mean, to be fair, Mechagodzilla is cool enough that they can get away with that. No, no, you're right, absolutely. But I, like, as as I've gotten older, I like just watching it from like a like kind of as unbiased as I can. You know, it's kind of hard to do that with this movie. You know, to to pick apart your favorite movies of all time. Like, I kind of wish they did that. You know, um, in, in a way. But it's I, I will say this: it's serviceable. It gets the job done. In all honesty. Yeah, uh, it. It's definitely uh, been there, done that sort of deal, but it's nothing outright terrible. Right, yeah, we've definitely seen worse. I think we've seen better. Um, uh, it, I, I honestly think Gigan, as, as simple as that story is, I think it has a lot more fun in that movie versus this movie. Kind of has like a very serious, not serious, but melodramatic tone throughout most of it. Yeah, like... I think it takes itself a little too seriously at points. Yeah, like, it, it's definitely... So, it, it, especially when we've just come off watching Godzilla vs. Megalon, where it's, like, a meme fest, for the most part. Uh, down from the human actors to the suit actors, it's a meme fest. Versus here, it's very stoic. It's very serious. Um... And, and for for the most part, and like yeah, there, there's not even like like there's an absurd moment that happens at the end that that makes it. But for the most part, you're if you're looking, if you're the kind of Godzilla fan who's looking for like those, oh my god, that looks so stupid, haha, <laughs> it's funny. This isn't the movie for you, in all honesty. It's 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 it's. I think it's trying to make Godzilla more serious, but still like, hey, remember this is for kids. Be a little bit silly. Like, I think uh, the whole thing with that is that this is the 20th anniversary of Godzilla, so they probably wanted to go all in with this. Yeah, and, and you can honestly tell, just jumping ahead a bit, like, Godzilla, like, and I made this comment before, like, Godzilla in the previous movies, you can see, especially with these nice Blu-ray transfers on the uh, the Criterion Collection, um, Godzilla's suit started to get, like, raggedy and torn up, and, you know, I, I like your explanation, Tyler, that, like, oh, that's just, you know, he's getting older, but, like... From a reduction standpoint, it's like that looks like crap. Like uh, versus this one, he gets a brand new suit, and you can tell it's a brand new. Like they just they redesigned it a li- they tweaked it a little bit, but it looks a lot nicer than it had been. Yeah, Godzilla definitely uh, looks cool in this movie. That's for sure. Yeah. So overall story, I think is very very solid. Uh, so let's get into the humans and the aliens. Um, The guy with the sunglasses is the best actor in the movie. Uh, yeah, I was definitely I was going to bring him up later, but this dude looks like that he's going into a matrix convention most of the time and 
Yeah, he definitely has the most fun eating the scenery. Oh my god, so many just like mm, smoking a cigarette. Mm. And like so many great like moments where he just shows up and like I, I, I hate that it points in the movie when he loses his sunglasses because he loses his aura in my opinion. Um, but god, he's he's so cool. Like he has, I, I always thought like because I saw this movie right around Jurassic Park when it first came out um, and I was, oh my god, it's like Jeff Goldblum. It's just so cool. I honestly thought that he was going to be one of the bad guys with uh, the vibe that he was given off. I could feel that. Yeah, I could definitely like, feel that. Like, nearly every sentence he ends with is like a sinister laugh. <laughs> exactly. Uh, exactly. Um, which I think is cool. He's the most complex character in this movie because you don't know what his motives are until like the uh, they're traveling to Okinawa and he helps him... On the boat while the aliens trying to capture this certain thing, um, which I think I think I like that. Yeah, he's definitely mysterious up until uh, up until the end game, where you realize that oh, he's actually working for the good guys. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, so, but unfortunately, like, because at least. Godzilla. Let's go. Let's talk about the previous two films. Godzilla vs. Gigant, I think, was the, is probably the last time we have a solid human cast, where maybe they're not the best actors in the world, but they have a personality, right? Like it's fun to watch them. And even the last movie where we had the the absurd fight scenes um, and the child, like they were still kind of memory. You know, you could you could get behind them. Um, kind of bland you don't maybe don't remember their names but they get the job done here we're back i couldn't tell you who outside of um uh dr Kur- uh god kurosawa no not kurosawa fuck um uh the doctor from the first movie shit sarazawa dr sarazawa has naf- regained has uh after the last time he was a what was he a, a dictator um, uh, he was a dictator, and then he became a scientist. Yeah, I so believe. now he's moved from one science branch to back to Japan. So he's come full circle. Um, so he's regained his memory, and now he's working. But he's changed his name to not throw suspicion and like because and have to pay the Japanese government taxes. Um, that's my head cannon. I'm rolling with it. Um, hey, I, I would go with it. Uh, so, but outside of him, and it doesn't even look like him, and it reminds me, like, oh yeah. This is the span of 20 years. He looks so different. Obviously, he's older. Uh, but it's crazy how, like, you, with the time, the last time we saw him, he he still looked relatively the same. And, like, you see him now, he gets a little puffy, he's bigger in the cheeks. Like, I couldn't even recognize, I didn't even recognize him at first. Yeah, it was kind of a heel turn. And my roommates are cheering about something. I'm sorry. Oh, it happens. It's okay. They're cheering for the upcoming Mechagodzilla fight. But... <laughs> But like, man, I like outside. Like the everybody in this cast though was so forgettable, except for except for the guy with the sunglasses. Yeah, unfortunately, I think the problem here is that they cram in too many characters. Oh yeah, like, like they they there's too many to keep up with at that point. Right there, there's the guy with sunglasses. There, there's Doctor Sarazawa. There's the two. There's the priestess. There's or the two girls, and then a priestess, an old man. And then these two dudes who are just around, I guess, working with the, it's. It, there's a lot of there's a lot of humans in this cast, and they largely do nothing but get captured. Yeah, like the only other person that I can remember off the top of my head is uh, the old grandpa dude because he looks like he's out of a stereotypical kung fu movie. Yeah, he does. And you first see him in the first movie, he has the most iconic moment 
Um, it was like, oh, like I, I remember the English dub because that's the first one I saw. Ingl- like he's like praying for Godzilla to destroy uh, Japan because Okinawa was uh, wrong about the Japanese. Like, oh, Godzilla! Like, go seriously, go watch the English dub. It's like old man. It's hilarious. Um, uh, fun fact about that scene when like because uh, I think the priestess has a uh, has a flashback scene. To, like has like a prophecy, and she sees Ghidorah, who doesn't show in this movie. Yeah, that that was weird. Yeah, like, I was like, is that Ghidorah? He doesn't even show up in this movie, right? Yeah, like I'd be surprised <laughs> just, if he did. Just stock, it's stock footage, maybe. <laughs> it's just stock footage. Um, but okay, so like I hate to say it, right? But I mean, there were there was some fun fights, I, I, fight scenes, and some fun like chase scenes throughout the decks of the ships. Uh, on the on the on the ferry ship to Okinawa, and um, like the ship, the fight in the office, I thought it was pretty good. But they don't like. I couldn't tell you anything about them or like wh- their names. I couldn't even tell you their names, for the most part. Yeah, it just comes off to uh, being too numerous and not being developed enough because of it. Yeah, unfortunately so, and I and I, I don't know why. Like, why did you? I, I, it makes me wonder. Like, what was the decision to have this many cast members? Because I feel like maybe if you pared it down to maybe the one female character, um, the Doctor Shirazawa and the sunglasses guy, and maybe that other dude who was with the woman with the nice hat. I can't remember what uh, her name was. Um, I think that's Koi uh, Koizumi actually, because uh, she's credited more. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, maybe her or something like that, but I just, I just feel like, I agree with you, it's just, ugh. but the aliens on the other hand, let's talk about the aliens. Oh boy. Uh, so, the aliens this time, uh, have really nice jumpsuits, it's what I'll say, um, they're trying to take over the world uh, with the use of Mechagodzilla. Um, and we'll talk about like that in a minute. So we'll keep that discussion separate when we talk about Mechagodzilla. Because how he comes out is so fucking hilarious. Um, but I think the, the aliens... I think they're pretty cool in this movie. Yeah. Um, they're definitely not Exilians here. But uh, they're pretty good villains. I think so far nothing has beaten the Exilians. Uh, and funny enough, I don't think nothing will beat the Exilians until we get to the redo of the Exilians in Final Wars. <laughs> Not honesty. Oh, man. I can't wait for that. Oh, yeah. You're in for a treat. Um, so, uh, let's just say what they are. So, at first they look humanoid. Um, and they have nice silver jumpsuits. I do love their lair. Oh, my God. Their lair is the coolest part of them in all honesty. It kind of looks like Dr. Evil's lair from the first Austin Powers film. Dude, yeah, this whole movie feels like it's inspired by James Bond because you got the spot, you got the, the shady, you know, Interpol agent, the sunglasses man. You got shootouts on, on ships. You got an underground base. Like, it feels you like... You got the boss spinning around in his revolving chair too, uh, and enjoying it way too much. Exactly. There's so much taken from James Bond here. It's not even funny. Um, and uh, I just... <laughs> Uh, but like I said, the underground layer is great. One of my favorite parts of the underground layer is how like it's built into the side of a mountain, and I love how parts of the fortress inside of it you can see like mountain, like they couldn't cut around the mountain, so they just built around it. And I love that little attention to the detail. Like it reminds you that you're in under you're in an underground cavern. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool too. So 
they like I said, they look humanoid. Um, they honestly look humanoid until one of them dies, and then they kind of go like this weird, horrible transformation. And they're monkeys or they're apes or something like that. They're not really. You ever see that movie Time of the Apes? That's what these costumes remind me of. Yeah, I I, I definitely see that. Um, yeah, and like they make this, they make the monkey noise whenever they die, <laughs> or not necessarily even when they die. Sometimes it's when they're mortally injured. They'll like half change. And I won't lie to you, man. As a kid, that shit freaked me out, man. Yeah, um, I could I could definitely uh, see myself uh, shitting my pants after seeing that scene as a kid. Especially like the noise he makes, like he's grunting, like he's a, he's he's a gorilla. Like <laughs> I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, um, you know. But like now, it's like it's whatever. Um, but back then, it was just like, oh my god, what the fuck? Um, I didn't say what the fuck as a kid. I didn't know what that was. Uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, I think the I think I think they were just shy of the Exilians in all honesty. I think they I think they're the closest we got to. I definitely think they beat the cockroaches for sure. And of course the Keelax are like way at the bottom. Like nobody likes the Keelax. Yeah, that's that's the accurate tier list in my mind. Oh, we should stream that. Just do God, Godzilla Alien tier list or just put it on Twitter. <laughs> this is the definitive Godzilla alien uh, alien tier list. No, do not do, do not at me. <laughs> um um uh, Yeah, like and I love the bad guy because, like, similar to the uh, Interpol agent, he just loves to chew up the scenery. Yeah, like I said before, he loves to spin around in his swivel chair. Yeah, like, I think I the thing is, like, because I've seen the American version so much, and I, for this one, I watched the Japanese version, and, like, it's so hard for me to separate the English dub and watch Japanese dub and not hear the English dub. Like, it's just so hard. Because he, he has, like, a very unique voice like mm, yes like i can't even replicate it like it but like it's it's just it's ingrained in me and i think he i think he chooses it up it work it fits for him oddly it fits for mm, him more yes no it's not even that it's it's kind of like that but it's hard to describe but i think more it's my that's like just my personal bias coming into play uh, in all honesty um but i i think they're i think they're well thought out this time a, a little bit yeah, it's definitely uh, much more intriguing than some of the other alien bad guys that we've seen so far. Yeah, um, and and again, I mean, their 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 plan is world domination. You know, that's nothing new. But eh, whatever. You can only go so. F- I mean, it's for kids, so you can't really go too far. With, you know, go too deep with these kind of thoughts. Next series, we will go deep in the thoughts, but for now, it's for kids. Um, so let's, let's talk about the titular monsters, because we got several, several titular monsters and several titular fights to go through. Let's talk about Mechagodzilla. The, the crown jewel. Oh, we're starting with him? Or do you want to start with King Caesar first, or do you want to start with Mechagodzilla? We can do, we can do King Caesar. Whatever you want. Let's start with King Caesar. Let's, let's save Mechagodzilla for the main event, um, in all honesty. So, King Caesar, you kind of... I call him, the, like I said earlier, I call him the MacGuffin who does nothing. Yeah, he's basically the uh, trump card that basically doesn't amount to anything. Yeah, so like I said, at the beginning of the movie, we're introduced to a prophecy uh, that a monster will appear, um, these set events will happen, and, and a monster will try to show the world, but then two other monsters will come and unite. Um, and of course, if you've never seen a Godzilla movie before, you're thinking, and Anguirus shows up at the beginning of the movie, you think, oh, it's Godzilla and Anguirus again to fight whoever this monster is. And obviously it's Mechagodzilla because it's it's called Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, um, 
But it's not. Instead, we're introduced to King Caesar, uh, who is a dog. I, I'm going to assume he's a dog or a wolf. Um, I want to say he kind of reminds me of uh, the monsters from Where the Wild Things Are. Oh, you want to go? Want to go? I've never seen that. So, or you want to care to explain? No, what that I'm, is? I'm talking about the book. Oh, okay, okay. Oh my god, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that or read that. Jesus, wasn't it turned into a movie? Yeah, it was. Oh, my I god. haven't seen it though. Okay, yeah, I don't, I don't remember that at all. In all honesty, um, so yeah, uh, and and the uh, for some reason the aliens are hell bent. I think it's because they read the prophecy. And they and they're aware of like we all we can't have this other monster join the fight because then Mechagodzilla's ruined. Um, so they the whole movie is them is is the humans trying to keep this little statue away uh, from going to Okinawa at a certain point in time, which they happen to make it at a certain point in time. Which uh, that's 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 whatever. That's a movie thing. All movies do that shit. Um, and uh, <laughs> and and. <laughs> You okay there, buddy? I can't. So, King Caesar, like, they put the statue on this pedestal, and these two sons come at the exact same time. Like, okay, side of the mountain blows up. Mechagodzilla is, like, ready to kick ass, you know, again, because he's back in shape. And he doesn't wake up. The dumb bitch doesn't wake up. And he's just, like, just you just see his, like, head. And he kind of looks cool from there, right, with the shadow you just see this gnarly monster, and then we're treated to the most. It's not even what the fuck, but it's more of why. Tyler, you want to tell the people what we're what we're treated to? Yeah, sure. Okay, so the priestess lady goes up to uh, King Caesar, right, and she starts singing this extremely long-winded song to wake him up. Dude, it turns into a music not, video. <laughs> it turns into a music video, and all the while. Mechagodzilla is taking a sweet ass time getting to King Caesar. Yeah, and I shit you not. This song takes about two minutes. Yeah, it's a full like, and you think there's a point where it looks like it's over. Like, okay, and she goes Caesar. S- sorry if I'm butchering your ears. See, I love the song by the way. I'm having a grain in my head, and I think even in the English version. Uh, it's they just use the Japanese uh, vocals for that one. They just don't they don't oh, cool. bother dubbing over it. I could be wrong, but I remember hearing this song in Japanese when I was a kid. Um, uh, and like she goes, "Sees," and you think the song's over. No, she starts it again. I'm like, what? <laughs> Dude, like I get it. Maybe in a real prophecy, you would do this. This is a movie. Let's get a move on, shall we? Probably the part about that whole scene that fucked me up the most was that. As soon as the song was over and King Caesar wakes up, the music just cuts out abruptly. It's just exactly. like, why would you do this? Exactly. Um, so let's talk. So like that's and then ultimately King Caesar, he's like, like I said, I, I describe more of a dog, um, like a dog monster uh, kind of thing. And Tyler describes it from like a monster from where the wild things are at. If you remember that book, if you were a kid, uh, if we are a kid who's watching this now, which by the way, why are you listening to us? We cuss a lot. Um, or at least I cuss go, a lot. Go read where the wild things are. Exactly. Um, and like I think he's an okay design. In all honesty, I think mean, I don't think he's terrible. Um, I think he's a bit too goofy for my taste, to be honest. You think in terms of performance or, or in terms of design? It's the face. Um, that and probably uh, the way his uh, fur is styled kind of reminds me of an overgrown poodle at points. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what, like that, that's where I get the dog thing from. 
Um, uh, like, I mean, I think he has a cool power because, like, uh, kind of alluding to the fact that, you know, the or Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla fight doesn't go a certain way. Um, you would look at, you look at King Caesar, uh, by the way, he has a cool name, at least. Um, I think that's a, I think that's a badass name. I like um, to think that, um, King Caesar, uh, was, uh, probably thrown in because they couldn't get King Kong for this movie. I, I could, he's a bipedal monster. I, I could, how cool would that have been, right? That would have been so fucking cool. Could have King Kong and Godzilla teams. Oh my god. And then maybe we could have gotten Mechanic Kong or something. Oh god. Oh, that's, in another reality, that happened. Oh god, can we go to that world? Um, Donald Trump's probably not president at this point. Um, maybe, I don't know. But, um, so, King Caesar takes, and not getting to the fight just yet, but he does have a cool ability, because when you first see him, like I said, he doesn't look anything special, doesn't have any armor, doesn't have any weapons, you know, doesn't look like he could do anything, but Godzilla, Mechagodzilla shoots a beam, and I won't say what it is yet, uh, but, and, somehow, King Caesar could just reflect it with his eyes, and just shoot it right away, I'm like, oh, that's so fucking cool, um. Yeah, I didn't see that coming, and it really took me by surprise. Yeah, and he actually, it's a really cool power. Yeah, it's it's neat, and and up until a certain point, uh, he holds he he holds his own against Mechagodzilla, uh, by himself without Godzilla showing up. Um, uh, but I think, and I even think his personality is pretty much he just wants to run in and and shove shove into you. That's pretty much his fight style. Ah, the angerous approach. Yeah, except this guy doesn't get jobbed. Well, okay, correction, he does get hit a bunch. My favorite shot with him though. Is when Mechagodzilla he's hiding behind these rocks, and Mechagodzilla <laughs> shoots like his laser, his chest laser. I think it's his chest laser, and he slices pieces of the rock. And King Caesar, like his head peers up and go. He looks at it. Huh? He just has the, the most bewildered look on himself. Um, but in, I mean, in terms of like the most recent designs, like Gigan, um, Megalon, uh, Hetera, I, I think he's on the lesser end, honestly. Yeah. At least for a new hero monster, because this is the new he- this is the newest hero monster we've gotten in a while. He's no Jet Jaguar. Uh, I'll say that much. True, true, true. Oh, that would have been even cooler. Jet Jaguar versus Mechagodzilla. Oh my god. They would have beaten him to a pulp. Yeah, he should. <laughs> he should have come back. Um. So I think that's enough about King Caesar. He's ultimately he matters. He doesn't matter anything because ultimately it's Godzilla. Spoiler: Godzilla defeats Mechagodzilla. Um. He doesn't matter to the plot because Godzilla didn't need King Caesar to whoop Godzilla. I mean, if anything, King Caesar was there to like stave off, like hold Mechagodzilla off from destroying the world. So there's that. But once the fighting actually started, it was all down to the the Battle of the G's. Um, so let's talk about Mechagodzilla. All right, the the crown jewel. Um, Tyler, you want to tell people how he makes his debut? Okay, so the, in the very beginning of the movie, we see Godzilla uh, appearing straight from the earth, and he has this weird ass roar. It's like well, he, what, he sh- what's literally up with this? a rock literally shoots out the side of. I think it's supposed to be Mount Fuji, uh, or at least a mount. It, it might not be Mount Fuji, and all of a sudden, and you come out, and it's like this random ass rock lands, and then you hear this weird ass roar. Oh, you see Godzilla. And all of a sudden, he sounds like, oh, God, Godzilla, take a lozenge, please. Oh, no, he sounds like Manila. Oh, kind of? Oh, but definitely Godzilla sounds weird. Um, so you're like, and, and he looks more menacing than he did before. 
Yeah, he definitely uh, he definitely looks different than uh, the Godzilla that we see later. I'll say that much. Yeah. Um. So and then uh, ultimately we're led into and we're gonna. I guess this isn't really a fight because it's more like a small. It's more like a squash fight if anything. Um. We he makes he's marching along the countryside. And all of a sudden, you hear everybody's favorite jobber monster, Angiris, uh, makes his appearance. Oh man, poor Angiris. Yeah, so Angiris shows up, you know, and this is the first, like, this is why I, I think I love Angiris so much, because this is the first, obviously, first Godzilla movie shows up, and I was oh my god, this monster's so cool, he has spikes on his back, it's awesome. Um, and you think, it looks like, like, I kind of wonder, if you're a kid, right, and you see Godzilla and Angiris fighting. Do you think Godzilla became a bad guy again? <laughs> um, I would think that uh, they were just uh, animals fighting over territory. Okay. Kind of like uh, the setup for uh, Godzilla Raids Again upon retrospect. Yeah, yeah, you, actually, actually, you're wrong. Holy shit, that actually might be a reference to that, considering even though that movie's terrible. Um, yeah. Uh, I never even thought about that. So, they start fighting... Um, first off, Angiris gets punted like crazy, and it's hilarious. It's so fucking funny. It's so funny. Crashes through a bridge, and I'm like, God, Angiris, you try so hard. Um, but it's like, well, why is Godzilla attacking his friend? Like, what the hell? They in the past, we've seen him in several movies where they work together. Um, or and and all of a sudden, like, this is the most fucked up thing in this movie. I mean, actually, there's a lot of like really horrific imagery in this movie when you get into it, especially in the fight scenes. Um. Godzilla seemingly reaches down to Angiris, grabs his jaw, and like bends it, like be, like separates. He basically breaks his lower jaw off his Jeez, face. That made me wince. Yeah, and like you can see the blood spew out of Angiris's mouth. You can see, Angiris has like this, like he's clearly in pain. Roar! I'm like, oh my god. I feel so sorry for this poor monster, man. Yeah, I mean, he's gotten his ass kicked before, but I feel like this is the worst. Yeah, G did not play around. And uh, by the by, during this fight, Angiris uh, tears off a piece of Godzilla's skin, and you see a little piece of uh, metal in his uh, underneath. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't want to get into the... And so ultimately, let's just get into it. Ultimately, it's revealed that Godzilla... Because I want to talk about the fight when we talk about that reveal. Um, but this Godzilla is revealed to not be Godzilla, but rather... And this is why, for the strange roar, uh, is revealed to be a mechanized version. And possibly the coolest way ever when he just stands there and all of a sudden he just changes. And Tyler, this is... You want to, you want to know what perfection is? This is perfection. Yeah, that was a really cool reveal, not gonna lie. Yeah, and then you get, like, these cool close-up shots of, like, his hands twirling, his eyes, his stomach, his finger, his feet. Oh, my God. Uh, such Super a cool... Sentai was just jacking off at that scene. I'm, I could tell. Yeah. So, let's talk about his design. Uh, Mechagodzilla's design before we get into the fight. So, what do you think? Because I'm curious, because you, Nick, I'm curious what you think about this original design for him. This design for Mechagodzilla is so cool. Like, it gives me Dragon Zord vibes, but even though Mechagodzilla came first. Yeah. Like, I think he's inspired. I think Mechagodzilla. I think Dragon Zord inspired from Mechagodzilla, to be honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised. 
but yeah, the silver plating, uh, the metal sheen, uh, he looks so clean. And uh, the spinning, in the spinning hands and the, and the laser cannons and the, mis- the finger missiles, it's all cool stuff. Yeah. Um, I, and I love, personally, I love all the rivets you can see. Like, you can see the rivets on, like, where they like, they put stuff down. Like, he looks like a machine built together. Because, uh, spoiler alert, Mac, we see different incarnations of him going forward, and they make him more sleeker. And those are fine. But I, I will always love this, like, you could, like, melted together version of him. Like, he looks clunky. Like, he, ha- you can see his knees, like, the bending part. Like, it, it all looks so cool. And I think his roar, I think his roar is, is pretty cool, too, honestly. I'm honestly not a huge fan of it, because I can only hear pitched up Godzilla. I think that maybe, that, I think that's kind of the point. Um, honestly, I, I, I get not agreeing with it, but I, I, again, my, it's probably my personal bias, uh, honestly. I don't know, it just kind of takes away, uh, the lair menace that, uh, he already has going for him. Yeah, I mean, him just standing there alone, like, when you just look at him, like, when he's, uh, with his snout, his, his eyes, he just looks menacing in and of itself, and that's before he even does anything. Um, I think, I think he's honestly, in terms of this era of, of creation, I think he's Toho's best creation. Yeah, this is definitely one of the coolest monster designs that uh, Toho's put out. Yeah, next to Godzilla uh, himself, obviously. And he's a fucking missile like arm like armament barrage. Like there's a, like just a minor, uh, you know, lead into the fight scenes. There's a point where he's just unloading everything, and it's a fireworks show. It's so cool. I'm pretty sure they blew all their budget for that one part. Yeah, and it's great. <laughs> it worked. Um, but oh yeah, I, I think it's such a cool design. Uh, they definitely thought a lot about it. Um, they thought, well, how how can we make a Robot Godzilla formidable? And they did. I still want the toy. I haven't found it one. I want one. Let me. Find, I can't find it anywhere. Um, oh my god. Let's just wait until the eventual uh, live action uh, adaptation of uh, Mecha Godzilla right before, right after Godzilla versus King Kong. Well, he's supposed to be in that movie. You know that, right? Oh, I totally forgot about that then. Yeah, he's in it. There's a toy out there that's leaked, but you can't see good pictures of it. Um, but, uh, I mean, I liked him. I, there, is a, there is a technically modern version of Mechagodzilla in Ready Player One. Uh, that's, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, everybody forgot about that movie because it's trash. Um, but if you want to see what they... Mo- and it's based off of... Um, uh, 04, not 04, 2014's Godzilla, like it's exoskeleton and everything. So if you want to see what, I don't think it's not spoiler. Alert, he doesn't look like that in the in the toys. So maybe they'll change it. Who knows? Um, you're not gonna get this in in the in the in King Kong versus Godzilla. You're not gonna get that or Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, that's for sure. Um, but let's get down to the fights. So we got technically two of them because the Anguirus Mecha Godzilla fight is really nothing. It's more just it's like, just a curb stomp. Yeah, pretty much. It's not even a fight. Uh, it's anger. Anger is just there to like, holy shit! You're not Godzilla. Oh my jaw. Uh. Um. So Godzilla is proceeding to. Uh, Omega Godzilla is continuing his rampage down Japan on his way to Tokyo, and for some fucking reason, and I don't know why, and I find it hilarious. Godzilla is just chilling in a warehouse. 
Yeah, he's just hanging out by an oil refinery. Yeah, and I don't know why. Like, I think like they make. I think in the, they they say like, oh, and Gears called for Godzilla. And so I'm like, well, why is he appearing out of the warehouse? Unless like there's like an underwater thing he can emerge from. But like, whatever. It, it, it it's hilarious and stupid at the same time. And it also gives an excuse to have a exploding backdrop for the two monsters to fight each other. Oh my god! Yeah, the set the 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 set piece for that fight on the oil refinery with the smoke. Oh my god, I love the standoff, because it's like, Godzilla's can clearly confused on, wait, what the fuck are you? Why do you look like me? Are you a mate? Are you my mate? Because I'm pretty sure that, in Raids Again, they go out of their way to explain that there's more than one Godzilla, so, why is this shocking? Yeah, but we never saw one, so, <laughs> they never acknowledge Raids ever again, um, so who knows, but... Um, I, it's basically, them standing apart from each other is basically the Spider-Man meme of the time where they're pointing, where they're, like, looking at each other and, like, you, you know, like, you or me, we're the same person. Um, but, uh, as we said, Godzilla, Mechagodzilla is this cool, like, effect where he transforms, and it's a fight. Uh, I think it's a pretty quick fight, but I think it, it shows, it reminded me, in terms of, like, modern audiences, of, like, in, uh, Avengers, uh, Infinity War, when you saw... Hulk take on Thanos, and you're like, oh, yeah, Hulk's gonna take down Thanos, like, no problem. He's the Hulk, and he proceeds to get his ass kicked. That's kind of like what happens here. Yeah, except in uh, this instance, Godzilla puts up more of a fight than Hulk did. Right, but it, I think it shows that Mechagodzilla is nothing to be trifled with because he makes Godzilla bleed. Um, he puts him down on the ground pretty quickly without almost no effort. Yeah, it's basically a giant flex to show how cool Mechagodzilla is. Yeah, and exactly. Um, and and ultimately, it's not a long fight, but I think it's a good fight nonetheless. Um, because it quickly shows how, like I said, how terrifying Mechagodzilla is, how powerful he is, and how, you know, it's putting Godzilla in that, in that superhero role. Gets his ass kicked, comes back for the finale. Um, literally train. he literally trains in this movie, and we'll get to that in a moment. Um... Uh, like, and I, I love that final confrontation between them in that fur, in that or, uh, oil refinery scene where Mechagodzilla shoots his eye lasers, which by the way, love that they're rainbows. I love that it's a rainbow eye beam. It looks so cool. Yeah, it does. Mechagodzilla like, says- It's definitely imaginative. Yeah. Mechagodzilla says gay rights. Um, um, and Godzilla- Mechagodzilla's LGBT. Awesome. Yes, exactly. Um, and- it comes down, uh, Mechagodzilla shoots his, uh, rainbow lasers, Godzilla shoots his tongue breath, and and they both hit, they're both colliding with each other, and it's so strong, knocks both of them back, Mechagodzilla's put out a commission for most of the movie, like, after this, like, it, the, the, like, I hate to say it, this is why the movie kind of suffers, because after this fight scene, you get human shit, and a lot, not a lot of interesting stuff with the human shit, for the most part. Yeah, it's basically just Mechagodzilla getting repaired in the background while all the human shenanigans are going on. Pretty much. But I think, I, I love it, it's great because you got the imagery of Mechagodzilla down, but then the horrific imagery of Godzilla falling into the ocean, and then all of a sudden, these oodles amounts of blood come, like, this, like, literally the, the bay, the, the, uh, the oil refinery starts, like, oozing up, like, oh my god, how much blood did, like, what happened? Like, geez. So much ketchup. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, before we get to the final fight, I gotta talk about what Godzilla does, because it leads into the final fight. So, obviously Godzilla's not dead. They actually show uh, uh, a really cool shot, and actually one credit I'll give to this movie is that there's a lot of cool, like, shots 
in this movie where like cinematography, you know, like if you put on Twitter, um, you know, one perfect shot. There's like a lot of cool stuff like that here. And you see Godzilla like walk, like it's raining. He walk, he like wrote, like walks up on a beach, and like all of a sudden he starts posing, <laughs> and he's literally form. He's literally training himself to harness electromagnetic waves. I'm not shitting you. He's basically asking the Earth to share his energy for a spirit bomb. Pretty much, and it's like it, Godzilla never gets his power again. This is the only time it happens, and it's I think it's hilarious. Um, so, the final fight ultimately we kind of talked about it a little bit with King Caesar, but once Godzilla shows up, and it's kind of cool how he shows up, right? Um, you know, like it's at the right time. King Z- King Caesar is getting his ass kicked, um, and of course, you know, and I my favorite shot is when you have Godzilla on one end. King Caesar on one end, and you have Mechagodzilla turn his head, like, full 360, and basically, like, puts his arms in the position, and, like, one facing back, one facing forward, and basically just unleashes Holy Hell on both of them. It's so cool. I love that shot. And, like, they clearly can't do anything. Godzilla and, and King Caesar are helpless, and it's just a, it's literally a fireworks show, and it's awesome. Oh, yeah. Definitely a big amount of budget uh, went into that shot. Right. Um, and after that, King Caesar are an afterthought because then it becomes just a one-on-one confrontation between Godzilla and Mechagodzilla. And, like, Godzilla gets fucked up in this. Like, he, he um, Mechagodzilla, like, shoots him in the neck and, like, literal blood starts spewing out. Um, he gets, like, these needles shot into him and they're, like, sticking in. I'm like, oh, like, heat missiles or I don't know what they, what you would call them. The finger missiles. The fin- yeah, the f- finger finger lasers, like from Doctor <laughs> Marvel vs. Capcom Three. Um, yeah, like it's. I honestly, Tyler, I'm curious. I'm guessing you thought the fight was pretty good too, huh? Oh yeah, this is definitely a really good fight. It does get gruesome at points because Mechagodzilla himself is ruthless. Yeah, um, it's obviously not like evil like Gigant because Mechagodzilla isn't sentient. It's, it has commands it has to follow. Um, like, it doesn't have, like, that, we don't get, like, a cackling villain, like, Gigant or anything like that, but it's still menacing all the same, especially when he tortures Godzilla. Oh, yeah. Um. And then, uh, it comes to the superhero point where, uh, Godzilla gets his lightning powers again, and he starts to overpower Mechagodzilla. Yeah, so, like, Mechagodzilla kind of has, like, does, like, this force field shit, like, somehow, like, it just, you know, this thing has no limit to its weaponry which i think is so cool like it just could do whatever um and like godzilla man i think he fucks with the with the electromagnetic waves to make it go away doesn't he i think that's what happens i think that's uh, i think the explanation is that uh since he got struck by lightning in that quote-unquote training montage yeah uh, he somehow became a magnet and uh, that's ultimately what defeats mechagodzilla in the end yeah so mechagodzilla starts to fly away and he looks so stiff, but I think that's he look to me. He looks like a cold jet when he's flying because he like we actually get to see him fly. Because what can't this thing do, right? It's the ultimate killing machine. It's like how Iron Man flies. Yeah, yeah, it it, re- it really is. Honestly, I think it looks cool. Um, but like I said, like the fight basically ends with Godzilla re- like uh, like oh yeah, I have those powers, and he like there's a point where like he's literally there's close up shots of Godzilla like pulling him like he's rope. Yeah, come here. Come here. Um, I am a Jedi. 
yeah, you will come to me. And, oh my god, such a satisfying way to, way to end the fight. So, he grabs Mechagodzilla by the head. And just like, you can, and I love the sound effects here. Because he starts turning it. And you can hear the metal crank and like, you know, turn. And the metal groans as he turns. Until ultimately, the head falls off. And it, it destroys Mechagodzilla. And the ensuing explosion blows back Godzilla in a hilarious light, and that's what fucked me up the most. (laughs) Yeah, yes. Uh, Yeah, I think Toho outdid themselves with this fight, man. With with both fights, in all honesty. Oh yeah, this is definitely a step up. Um, Because I thought, like I said, I, I think the past fights have been good, but I think this is their best fight in a while, in all honesty. Yeah, it's definitely as entertaining as, uh, Godzilla versus Megalon, although it isn't as funny, but I'm pretty sure that's the whole point. Yeah, it, but it, it's I think it's still a good fight. Um, so let, I think I think we're a little long in the tooth. I think we're running longer than we normally do. Uh, I think that's I mean that goes to show how much we love these movies, or at least I love this movie. Uh, let's let's talk about the music real quick before we go. And I only want to talk about Mechagodzilla's theme song. On how like every time it played, it's it's just so bombastic. What'd you think? Oh, yeah. I think this is a really good soundtrack, especially Mechagodzilla's theme. Uh, it's like... Dun, 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 dun. Like, it's just like... Dun, 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 dun. Like, it's just so crazy. Um, I love it. Um, but do you have any other notes you want to go over, T-Man? Uh, let me check here. Da, 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 da. <sighs> Three... Nah, I'm pretty sure this is it. Oh, yeah, um, there's a point where Godzilla shoots his atomic breath at uh, Mechagodzilla, and it misses and hits King Caesar, and then he does a no-rats pose. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Oh, my God, it's so fucking great. All right, all right, I think I think it's time to wrap it up. Uh, over, all right, Tyler, let's give it a rating. What do you give Godzilla uh, versus Mechagodzilla? I'll give this a 4 out of 5. The characters only serve as an opposing force to the aliens that uh, aren't as interesting, uh, save for the Interpol guy. And the aliens themselves are evil for the sake of having a bad guy. That said, Mechagodzilla is an amazing bad guy monster with a lot of unique attacks and firepower that makes him more than a match for the OGG. And he definitely owns every scene he's in. He's a good monster. It's a good monster film that sets the stage for a great antagonistic force. Uh, I'll agree pretty much with everything you said. Uh, it's the movie is okay, especially I've gotten older. Um, but Mechagodzilla makes this movie anytime he's in the in the any like he's the best. It's the best part of the movie. I wish the humans had more to do, or at least more interesting, or at least pared down. But ultimately, that doesn't happen. But at least the fights were good, and sometimes that's all you want out of a Godzilla movie. Um, so, uh, that's gonna do it. Um, next week is the final episode, uh, for the Showa era with the, we're, funny enough, we don't, we're not, we talked about a lot about Mechagodzilla this time. We're gonna talk about it again with next week with Terror of Mechagodzilla. Um, funny enough, they didn't call it Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2, interesting. That's not till 1991, funny enough. Um, that's but, not confusing. No, it's not. We'll talk about that later. Um, but, uh, Tyler, let's go ahead and tell the people where to find you. You can follow me on Twitter at hey, it's that tie. I also stream stuff sometimes on twitch.tv slash tie your shoes one. Right now I am uh, 
contemplating on uh, doing Ocarina at a Time live, but uh, probably after some practice. Uh, that'll probably be fun. All right, and you can find me at twitter.com slash marvelousiggy. If you check the pinned tweet on my Twitter, you will find that my Chun-Li for Smash video is finally out. Uh, please give it a like. Thank you, Tyler, for watching. It's so good. Thank you. I really I appreciate that. Um, you can find me t- streaming every Sunday at 8 p.m. Central Time and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central Time uh, on twitch.tv slash Iggy2814. Uh, it's spooky season, and we're watching... Uh, we're not watching. We're playing the Telltale's The Walking Dead for the foreseeable future. Uh, and then at, if, if I beat that before October's over, we'll do something else. I already have some games I want to play. Uh, not That won't be nearly as long, but that I could beat an entire stream. Um, and, of course, check out the Charge Shot Gamecast every Friday, where me, Thomas, me, Thomas, sorry, me, Thomas, <laughs> and Justin discuss the week in video games we've been playing and uh, the news of the week um, every Friday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so that's going to do it, uh, everybody. Uh, we'll see you all for the Season 1 finale uh, for Terra Mechagodzilla next week. Until then... Go, go, Godzilla. Don't you mean Mecha Godzilla? <laughs> <laughs>